Hello listeners. Well, the Caulfield and Mooney Valley Carnivals are now wrapped up and time to move on to the Flemington Carnival. A massive week in racing uh, coming up, starting with, of course, Derby Day on Saturday, the Melbourne Cup uh, next Tuesday the 3rd, and of course the Oaks on Saturday. It's the week in racing that just keeps on giving and arguably the biggest week in racing on our calendar. In this episode, though, we'll focus purely on Derby Day in Melbourne and, of course, the Golden Eagle Day at Rose Hill. The Melbourne Cup and the Oaks uh, will be covered in another episode that will be up probably Sunday or Monday night, so keep an eye out for that one. We'll start with a couple to look at at Rose Hill, and plenty of rain in Sydney this week has meant the track rating is already sitting at an undesirable heavy eight, and uh, with a bit more rain to come, by the later races, we very well could be racing on a heavy nine or even a heavy ten. So it's going to be a muddy deck and makes it uh, difficult to pick the races. But um, we'll start there with race six and the 2000 metre Rose Hill Cup. Considering the conditions, number three, Wu Gok, uh, would be absolutely licking his lips. He's one of those horses who finds another level on the heavy going and he always runs an honest and gutsy race. He has an incredible 8 from 13 on heavy tracks and that makes him the one to beat in race 6. The main danger for Wu Gok, I reckon, is number 14, Purple Sector. He's probably the best horse in the race, but won't be one that relishes the conditions as much as, say, Wu Gok. He's had two starts on the heavy for no placings. He's too good a horse to leave out of your chances and I expect him to still run well, but maybe not just getting the win in those conditions. And one to definitely have in your quaddy numbers uh, in that race six in and a big chance is number four, the Candyman. He's unproven over the 2,000 metre distance, but he's unbeaten on the heavy track, four wins from four tries. So uh, we know with horses that love uh, these conditions, they can be they can keep that rolling and be hard to beat. So... Wugok and Candyman and Purple Sector to have in the Rose Hill Cup. All right, to race seven at Rose Hill, and it's the $1 million, yes, 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 stakes over 1,300 metres. The favourite in the race is number one, Gitra, and I strongly believe he is the best horse in it, but I think 1,300 metres is just a bit far for his best. He's won over the 1,200, um, but he's also been caught out over 1,200 metres where he um, was run down in the straight by trekking in the Goodwood back in autumn. I think the 1,200 metres is his max distance. His best work's probably done over 1,100 metres. I think the extra 100 uh, in this race, being over 1,300, is going to find him out especially when you add into the mix that it's a heavy track. Uh, it's going to turn this into a more of a 1,350, 1,400-metre event. So I think I'm going to look at a couple of others in this one. I think the filly number 13, Dame Giselle, is over the odds at 11 to 1. She has great winning form over this track and distance. Has Tom Berry on board tomorrow and gets in only 52 kilos she gets to the front and she's going to be very hard to chase down. She goes on top for sure and one at nice odds too. 
Number three, Eduardo is my second best. He's two from two on the heavy going. And he's won over 1,200 metres on a heavy nine before in Group 2 company, which is probably the best form reference coming into this. He's going to go close, but not sure if he's another that might be found out with the extra 100 metres on the end of this race. So have him in second. And one of odds I can't leave out is number four, Imaging. He's a horse that's been super all preparation without winning, and he might finally get a distance and track uh, that suits. Chris Waller is a master at pulling off uh, odd wins for his horses late in their preparations, so definitely don't discount imaging as one of the big chances in this one. All right, to the feature of the day in Sydney, and it's the $7.5 million Golden Eagle for the four-year-olds. This one ran over 1,500 metres, and what a huge field entered here. It's made super interesting now that many of the fancied chances are drawing very wide barriers. Tactics are going to be huge in this race. The pick of the bunch for me is number 13, Colette, purely because I think she'll get the run of the race out of barrier six, with a few uh, that will need to spend a lot of uh, petrol early from their wide draws. She usually wins at about 1,800 to the 2,000 metre distance, but I think the heavy track will help her there. She's two from two on a heavy track, uh, and I expect her to probably be backed in shorter than she currently is at about eight to one. So probably get on early. I think the heavier the track gets, the more Colette's going to be backed in tomorrow. 16, Sierra Sue is another big chance in the Golden Eagle. She has great winning form uh, coming in, winning the Group 2 Kingston Stakes of a 1,400. She gets barrier one in this race and is lo- uh, she likes to lead. So I think if she jumps well, she can control the tempo of this one, and which will go a long way for her. She'll be right in the finish, just a matter if they're good enough to chase her down in the mud or not. So Sierra Sue, a big chance. And the third chance for me is one of those strong fancies that's out in a wide barrier, number 12, Funstar. Her best performances have come on heavy tracks. Uh, Her last two outings have both produced uh, second place over this sort of distance. She'll be rock hard fit and ready to rock and roll Saturday. It's just a question if she can win from the widest barrier in the field. Things will need to go right and she'll need to jump well, but if she does do those things, she'll be a big chance. So it's three mares for me in the Golden Eagle. I won't be surprised to see, say, Alligator Blood uh, or Windstorm run a big race. They won't be far off. Uh, They're super horses, but I think uh, considering the conditions and barriers for tomorrow, they have just too much to overcome. Okay, over to Melbourne's racing, and it's Derby Day, one of the biggest race days on the calendar, with four Group 1 races to get through there. The weather is looking a bit kinder in Melbourne, and the track should remain a good four for the meeting, and have little impact on everyone's chances. We'll start there with race five, the Group 1 Empire Rose, uh, that's run over 1,600 metres for the fillies and mares. My top chance in race five has to be number 12, Odium. She has the best form coming in, winning her previous two races, the last one being the Group 1,000 Guineas, which is the top race for fillies in the country. She made easy work of them there uh, over the same distance, and that suggests she'll be right up to this to her ears, even against the older horses. 
In second, I've got number one, Mystic Journey. She finally uh, found winning form at her last start, running a good time to win at the Valley over 1,600 metres. She's been freshened up a month for this run, and if she brings her best, she'll be right up there, if not winning it. They're the two to have uh, in the race. They're probably the uh, only two for me that I think have a really red-hot go, but... One at odds I do like is number five, Vanagel. I think her best is good enough, uh, but she'll need to be at her best to beat the likes of Odium and Mystic Journey at the moment. Okay, to race six at Flemington. The Group 1 Coolmore Stud Stakes over 1,200 metres up the long straight. It's a traditional stallion-making race, this one, and has again drawn a super field. Glenn Boss has been quite vocal in the week, pumping up uh, number one, Farnan's chances. When he does that, he's usually spot on. Uh, he did the same thing in the lead up to last week, uh, winning the Cox Plate on Sir Dragono. Um, and he's been just as bullish about Farnan in this one. Farnan's the horse probably with most pressure on his shoulders uh, coming into it. The Colts record speaks for itself. Uh, he's five wins from seven starts. I've got him just on top and only just. It's uh, like a few others in the race. Farnan's first run up the Flemington Strait. And, uh, you know, as we know, not all horses uh, do handle it first time. So if he does that, he'll probably win. But if he f struggles to find his feet for the first half of the race, there's a few in this that uh, won't be very forgiving of that. So in second, it's hard to ignore uh, the form of September run. Her last two starts have both been wins up the Flemington Strait over 1,100 metres and impressive ones too, blitzing high-quality fields in those wins. And uh, to be honest, she hasn't been weakening in those runs. I think she's been hitting the line really hard over 1,100 and if anything, will appreciate even more getting out to the 1,200-metre distance. She'll be coming home hard at the, at the boys here and don't be surprised to see September run run over the top of them. My third and final pick is number seven, Anders. He was a little disappointing last start, running third in a three-horse field, albeit by only a nose, uh, where he was a $1.50 favourite there. He maybe didn't appreciate running the opposite direction in Melbourne, the first time doing that last start. And a new challenge is thrown up here, running in a straight line over 1,200 metres. But I think Anders is a horse that has bucket loads of potential. His win on August, uh, sorry, in August, uh, over 1,100 metres in Sydney was absolutely blistering. He made the field look second rate there, winning by about seven or eight lengths. If he can come out with that sort of spring in his legs, look out, he could win this race, no worries. Going to be a joy to watch this race. There's a few that I have my eyes on as serious sprinters for the future. So it's fun and just on top of September run and keep an eye out for the fast-flying Anders. It's going to be a very, very good race, that one. Race 7 at Flemington is the feature of the race uh, the race day. It's the Group 1 derby for the three-year-old stayers, uh, of course, run over 2,500 metres. A few are suggesting that number 5, uh, the Danny O'Brien-trained young Werther, is going to be far too good for them. I'm not so sure. He's uh, very lightly raced with only two starts in his career so far with one win over 1,500 metres and one second over 1,800. He 
He's going to have to win uh, over an extra 1,000 metres than his one and only win back in September, which I think is a pretty big ask. Not sure I can have him on top, even though he's the favourite. Uh, he might be a bit too lightly raced for a race like this. I have number one, Cherry Tortoni, clear on top. Uh, the one week back up is uh, the only query. He won easily last week, over 2,000 metres at the valley. He looks better suited to staying trips than he has over the shorter 1,600 metre journey. The only query um, I have other than the one week backup is he's never won on anything but a soft track. So the good track rating tomorrow maybe hurts his chances. Um, but I think his form's too good to ignore. So number one, Cherry Tortoni to win the derby. Uh, in second, I will have Young Werther. I think it's just mainly on hype. There's too many experts pumping this horse up, saying he's going to be too good. So I'll put him in at second with a little bit of uh, caution. Um, but we do know Danny O'Brien is a great trainer of staying types. And when he says a horse can run the journey, he's usually spot on. So Young Werther in second. And one of odds I reckon you must include is number two, Alberado. He has possibly the best form reference coming in, winning the traditional lead-up race a fortnight ago over 2,000 metres uh, against many of the horses in this field. He's 8-1 to one at the moment, which I reckon is a bit overs considering his win last start. Don't leave Alvarado out of your chances. Okay, to race 7. Uh, sorry, to race 8, and it's the final Group 1 of the day, the $1.5 million Cantala Stakes over 1,600 metres. Very, very tough race to pick this one, and one that could seriously uh, juice up your quaddy on Saturday. My top pick is number 150 Stars. I think he's finally out to his best distance here. He loomed big last start for a third over 1,400 and would definitely appreciate the extra distance in this one. His best work in the autumn was done over 1,600 metres, which almost gained him a spot in the all-star mile. Look out for him to, for, to be flashing home late, and I think he can win this at nice odds at about 10 to 1. Number two, Mr. Quickie, is another 1,600-metre specialist. His last start, of course, was the Group 1 victory in the Turak Handicap, uh, which is the best form reference coming into the race. The other thing which I didn't know about him um, that I've since uh, realised doing the form for this one is he loves a firm track. All 10 of his career wins have come on a good four or better, and from his four tries on a soft or heavy... Uh, he's only had one minor placing, so he'll love tomorrow's conditions, which I think is going to take him a long, long way to winning this. Number 13, Buffalo River, is another one ready to fire in this race, and I can't leave him out. Another one that's about 10 to 1 and probably over the odds. So in the final group one at Flemington, number 150, Stars, number 2, Mr. Quickie, and 13, Buffalo River. That's it for this weekend's preview. If you're having a bet, best of luck, and as always, happy punting.